Valerie breathed deep to take in the scent of lilacs and spring drifting over from the indoor waterfall. Surely such a place as this had never really existed in the outside world. Too much of the world was barren. Too much of her life full of darkness and misery. Sitting here, feeling the high life some had at their fingertips, while others struggled to avoid starvation or to get a roof over their heads, she was reminded why she had to change all that. Why she had taken a stand to see that justice had its day. A small part of her mind reached into distant memories, a youth long gone, when a scent like this meant a visit to a cottage in a mountain. Memories of long days spent swimming in a lake and evenings wearing a flowing, flowery dress, spinning as she danced with her mother. But those days were barely memories at all. She would reach for them in the dark hours of the night, hoping beyond hope. When she would wake up, she remembered the futility of trying to grasp a complete picture of what life had been like before she had become a vampire. So she blinked the thoughts away, focusing instead on the meal before her and this beautiful setting. The restaurant had been set up to please the CEOs when they were in town, before Valerie had scared them off and then executed their attack dog, Commander Strake. Looking around to her left, she could certainly understand why they loved it here. The walls were set up to look like slick rocks, interspersed with tropical flowers, while the ceiling was painted orange and purple to feel like a sunset. You haven't touched your food. Jackson mentioned as he pointed to her plate with his fork. He sat across from her with a half-eaten grilled lamb on his plate and a glass of amber ale in his other hand, watching as she took in the scene. She smiled. I'll taste it, but... She glanced around at several other couples eating, noticing more than one set of eyes darting her way as she leaned toward him just a bit. Is all this extravagance necessary? Is this what you wanted? He asked. Has it, what, fed the flames, as you put it? She nodded, but her mind was on the nearest couple, the ones between her and the door. As an old woman glanced over and smiled, a sensation swept over Valerie, one that burned of hatred, even nearly made her shake, she felt it so strongly. And one word, murderer. Jackson noticed the change in her expression so she put on a mask of ease and cut into her steak. When she lifted the tender, overly red meat to her mouth and bit into it, she moaned. He was right. It was delicious, almost enough to make her forget her problems. Almost. The thought of a hungry child pulled at her gut, telling her that what they had achieved so far simply wasn't enough. Too many people in this city were struggling to survive, and she could no longer stomach the situation. It was time to make a change. In the week since defeating Strake, all she could think about was how they could rebuild the city, how to get food to those in need and roofs over the heads for the people. They needed medical supplies and so much more just to keep them alive. And, of course, they needed security in case the CEOs made a return. So far, at least, there had been peace here in the city. Speaking with the former enforcers that were held in cells back at HQ, she gathered that most of the military work had been conducted by Commander Strake, 
though it was financed by the CEOs. That meant that, while they would be able to build up a force again, it would take them time. So Valerie had a little time to relax for the moment, but she wanted to build up the city as much as possible, and that included knowing where the city stood. Who were the elites of the city, and what allowed them to continue their existence as such? Had they been part of the CEO's network? Were they still part of that network? Jackson was watching her face devolve back to a worried expression, but she gave him her best attempt at a smile and took a sip of the beer. Compared to blood, a taste she'd grown to savor, it was like muddy water.